So I uh, found something out today or last night. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, found out that uh, remember those commercials we used to see uh, with that with that uh, about Cheerios, with that adult male B talking to when he talked to adults about Cheerios, the food. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, did you know that bee, male bees when they have sex they die right afterwards? They die immediately. Yeah, I heard that something like that. Yeah, and that's what the male bee was trying to tell the adults about. You know about how horrible his life is. That's why he kept saying "Honey Nut Cheerio." <laughs> that actually was a little funny. <laughs> oh, good. All right. All right. Oh, well, broken clocks right at least twice a day. There you go. <laughs> I I told that I told that to Stephanie. She made I I, I used kids the first time instead of adults. She was like, I should use adults. I was like, okay, I'll use adults. And I was like, okay, throw the throw the word adult in. Okay, that made it a little funnier. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, that makes it a little funnier. And then uh, her and I got into an argument about the the word retarded. And you know, you and I understand that the word is a medical term. Yes, I've had this exact argument with uh, Heather and her and Sandy at the same time. I mean, I get that the word has somewhat changed because of how it's used but um you can look it up in a dictionary it's still a a, a medically a medical term right and and stephanie said that you know it's 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 like it's like the n-word for 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 them and i'm like okay first of all no it's not i said i i said it's apples and oranges <laughs> and the only thing in common is that they're both fruit. Okay, it may be an insult to both, but they are not the same thing. Okay, let's no. just be real about this. Okay, it does. It doesn't have the history that no. th that the N word has. No, you know, because anything can be retarded. You know, you could be retarded on, you know, your your the meal you cooked. You know, was cooked retarded. You know, it didn't cook right. You know, or whatever. You could throw that out there. You know, you could use it for anything. And I said also, you gotta remember, it's a medical diagnosis. A doctor is not gonna do blood tests on your child. And then all kinds of MRIs and CTs that come back and go like, uh, sorry, ma'am, your child's got a case of niggerism. There's nothing we can do about this, okay? This is something your child's going to have to live with. Um, now, and, uh, now yeah, so to, it's like it's not the same damn thing, right? To be fair, the word was uh, used uh before black before they before they assign it to black people because it has a it's a it's not a medical term but it does have a meaning but it has such a history it is only used for black people now yeah it's supposed to be a a a an ignorant person is what it's was it was it was supposed to be if I'm not mistaken if I yeah uh, if I remember correctly ignorant and uh stingy I can believe like don't be so niggardly with yeah. with with that but um but it has only been assigned to black folks so it is has a history if you if you say that word no one on earth is going to think of what the term was before it was assigned to black folks and that's yeah. I, I, and it would really pisses me off there's a gosh we always jump into the deep end right away <laughs> <laughs> but it really it really pisses me off when um, you hear white people try to 
try to pretend they're not using it for black folks. Uh, uh, two instances. One, I was watching, uh, uh, I went down a YouTube hole about six months ago. And one of the, uh, one of the, was one of the issues, one of the topics was rock stars having meltdowns on stage. Mm-hmm. And there was a Motley Crue concert. Oh. And this is another reason why I hate Nikki Six. He's such a piece of shit. Uh-oh. Anyway, um, uh, there was a black security guard. They got a little too rough with someone trying to come over the barrier, mm-hmm. you know? And it was this woman. And now usually they just push him back, and that's the end of it. But he he went a little above and beyond. He did kind of, you know, went in a little hard in the paint. Right. And uh, he took out his aggressions. Cause that probably yeah. reminded him of his girlfriend or something. Yeah, he took his day out. Why. He took his day out on this chick that tried to jump the 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 gate. And uh, Nikki Six stopped the music and started yelling at him. That's a woman, man. You're a fucking asshole, stupid digger. And it's not because you're black. Now <laughs> he actually said that. It's not because you're black. Well, then why would you say it, you fucking liar? In front of thousands and thousands of people. Oh yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. And it's not oh, because you're black. And you can hear the audience like half cheer, half like what? Half pull back. <laughs> like, uh, should we leave now? Mm. Uh, you imagine if that happened in 2022, and he did that live on stage? Oh yeah. Dude, he would be done. There'd be no more Nikki Six. His career would be over. I mean, well, it's kind of already over, like that. But it would have been really over. No, I mean, if he dead. was, if he was at his peak, like he was when he said it then, but he said it now at his peak. You know, you mm-hmm. just you just lift him up and put him here, and he's at his peak. He says that, dude. There is no more Nikki Six. You don't you don't dig yourself out of that hole. You, no, you, you can't. You cannot dig yourself out of that hole. You're done. It's over. Like now, uh, yeah, and another another um, uh, example. This one I was I was uh, there for. Um, it wasn't directed at me either. That was the funny part. Well, it's, there's this. Okay, on my way to work, I used to stop by this plant pantry at the top of the of uh, the top of the hill where I go oh, into work. Oh yeah, yeah, I know this one. Go ahead, tell me. Yeah, it's always it's a it's. Everyone know everyone has that store that is just plagued with bad luck, yeah. And and it's always it was like a lot of robberies there, uh, a lot of riffraff just hang out there. So you kind of rolling the dice when you decide to go there. Mm-hmm. Now now the homeless have taken it over because they have a homeless camp across the street. Mm-hmm. So now it's you know platinum pantries are like Seven Elevens are open twenty four hours, but this one locks its doors they put chains around the door around the handles and you if you want to buy something you have to tell them what you want and they'll go get it oh how it's, like, ghetto, it's like yeah it's like a big city yeah yeah i know what you're talking about yeah how ghetto is that yeah they had those in oakland and parts of new york city where they have those and south side of chicago they have a lot of those in places like that yeah so yeah it turns into that once it's um you know, after a certain hour. So I don't even go there anymore. But this is a couple of years ago. I went in to get uh, like what I usually get when I went there was like peanuts and, and like a, a, uh, a coffee drink or something or a soft drink of some kind. Anyway, I'm in my line I'm in line and there's, you know, there's regular folks. They're on their way to work or leaving work or just riffraff. Mm hmm. 
and uh, I get I get to the uh, I get to the counter, and there's a guy that's you know it also happened one of those stations where you do your cans and stuff, and the guy comes up and he's just interrupting the the flow of the line, trying to ask you know ask a, a million questions about about um, about cans about returns. And the guy goes, you know, the guy behind the counter is like, oh, just give me a minute. Let me get through this line and I'll help you. And the guy waits like one person, two people. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like at the end of the line. And so there's like five people in front of me, but it's moving. And uh, a couple more people go. And then the homeless guy goes again with his cans. And the guy goes, look, man, I said when I'm done with these people, I'll fucking help you. And then the other guy's like, well, fuck you. He's like, fuck you, you nigger. <laughs> and then now half of us in line are black. <laughs> and the other half is like, whoa. And uh, he goes, I'm not calling you that because you're black. Of course I'm not. just saying that because you're being. And I just said, stop. Just stop. You wouldn't say that if he was white pulling this same shit. So don't don't let's not pretend you're 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 uh, you're smarter than you actually are because <laughs> if you were smart you wouldn't be saying that shit right now. If I didn't have to go to work, we'd have a real fucking problem. Yeah, and he started, doors and we'd have an issue. <laughs> and 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 there's a white dude in front of me, like this uh, skater punk guy, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I should just I ain't got nothing to lose. I ain't going to work. I should just smack you around right here." And he's like trying to plead his case of why he used it. Uh. And, and everyone just kind of like whatever, man. There's just uh, they just you know I just dropped my what I had. I didn't even put it back. I just left it there. Yeah, and then walked out. And then like two other people walked out. And then I go in like a week later, and that was a guy I usually would deal with because he was there every day. Right. He was gone. Of course he was. And then uh, I fast forward two weeks, and you know we have a guard shack, uh, security you have to walk through. Uh, going to and from work, going in and out of the building. Mm-hmm. Now it's the security's kind of a joke. I mean, one time it was you know they they they're just there because they have to be there, not because they're really going to try and stop anything. I remember right. one time it was an eighty year old guy, and he had fell in the bushes, and I was walking into work late at night, and there's no one out there, and I heard this disembodied voice, "Help!" And I was like, "Where is that coming from?" So, uh, and they found out he had fell in the bushes. I had to help him out. And this is a security guard. He actually what? fell and couldn't get back. Couldn't. Get yeah, up. he couldn't that's get so, up. That's so funny. I'm like, what oh is he God. stopping? He's stopping nothing. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm leaving work, and it's that dude again. I'm sorry. I just keep thinking <laughs> of the commercial. Oh my God! I did, I've never heard of someone actually falling and can't get up. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he was going. like, "Help!" <laughs> Help! Okay, okay. And I'm he good. fell in the bushes, and it was like I couldn't see him. <laughs> I'm so I'm so I'm going to hell. I'm going directly to hell. Okay. It was funny. <sighs> All right, but uh, <laughs> but um, so I leave work like this is two weeks later, and it's that guy who got fired from uh, Platinum Pantry for that. You know, I'm sure someone called. And all they had to do was look at the security footage, which I yeah. do every day because there's something going down every day there. Oh God, yeah. And uh, and uh, he was just gone. So he was there, and he's like, "Hey, so this is where you go when when you when you went by the plaid pantry." And I was like, "Ugh." And so I'm you know, I'm walking my bag out and shit. And he's got to look through it, mm-hmm. or at least peek into it. 
And he's like, Hey man, I see your tattoos. And I was like, yeah. He's like, you, 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 uh, I got a brand new one. And it was like, you, are you a fan of star Wars? And I was like, yeah, sure. And he had like a stormtrooper's head and it's, and then, but it was over, over the Confederate flag. And it, oh, said, goody. And it said rebel. And I was like, I was like, Ugh. I did. I literally did that. And I went, Ugh. He's like, what? I was like, that's a stupid tattoo. I was like, because I'm not going to get fired for speaking anyway to him. He's a third party hire. And I was like, you know, I'm not stealing anything. So fucking no one gives a shit. Like it's a stupid tattoo. And if it's supposed to be rebel, it's supposed to be the re- the resistance, not the empire. You kind of have it backwards. He just oh, looked yeah, at he it. Does, doesn't he? Yeah, he and does, he's looking at his tattoo and he's like, oh, it's still kind of cool. And I'm like, no, no, no it's not. <laughs> and then I just yeah. left. He didn't last there either. He didn't last very long there either. He was like within a week he was gone. It's kind of like people who get those uh those Chinese letters tattooed on their arms and i love it when chinese people go you do realize that you just put i'm a complete asshole on your whole arm right they're like what no 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 it says love and peace no no oh, it doesn't God. there's a guy no it doesn't years ago i used to work at taiki taiki taiko in the oh, warehouse yeah. in the warehouse it's like one of my first jobs outside of high school like real job, like as a you know adult, I had to pick something up. Someone knocked at the door. Shout out, UPS. Thought I, thought I heard. Thought I heard. Thought I heard knocking <laughs> at the door. Anyway, um, uh, he had uh, he had this you know characters, and and he asked some girl. We're at lunch. It's also one of the most embarrassing things I ever did. I'm gonna fucking put myself on blast here, but the story first. Uh, one of the, he uh, he we're all sitting in you know at lunch we just sit in the warehouse and find a, a cubby where all the boxes are and just kind of pitch pitch it you know pitch camp there anyway he's he's talking to this girl that works there he's trying to hit on her and, and she's like you got a lot of cool tattoos and he had a bunch of Chinese characters and he's like uh, or Japanese characters and uh, she's like what does this mean he's like oh this means fire this means courage. And this means such a such thing. And there was an Asian guy there, and he goes, "That does not mean that." He's like, <laughs> "He's like what?" He's like, "This means courage. Yes, you're right. This means strength, but this means bread." He's like, "What? No, it doesn't. It means this. You're fucking with me." He's like, "No, whoever did your tattoos is fucking with you. Does this means bread?" And there's another Asian guy there, and he's like, "Called him over," and he's like, "Hey, so and so." What is this? What is this? And he said, courage. He was that strength. He's like, what's that? Oh, that's weird. Bread. And he's like, yeah, bread. And the guy was so deflated. I was like, why would you even, if you don't, I would never, never put another language on my body that I didn't know myself. Not that someone told me that I didn't know myself. Yeah. Yeah, that happens a lot, dude. Those, it's those, just those... insane to me. Why would you do that? Yeah, and they, uh, the thing is, they only get called out when someone who can read it goes like, "Dude, why would you put I'm a douchebag on your arm in Mandarin? Why would you do that?" <laughs> no, it's not. It says I'm a spiritual warrior. No, it says you're a douchebag. Why would you do that? <laughs> I I can speak and read Mandarin. Okay, 
It's the <laughs> eyes, the skin. My last name is Han. I mean, come on, dude. I know what I'm looking at here, guy. And they just go like, oh, my tattoo artist. Let me guess. White guy? Well, yeah. Yeah, he's an idiot. And he's fucking with you, okay? You should have gone and done a little research and put the letters down as they correspond, you know, in a book or on the internet and went and said, hey, put this on me. How about that? Instead of going, can you put this on my body? And the guy's like, uh, sure. I think I know Chinese letters. And he just puts <laughs> a bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of sticks and shit on his arm. I mean, goddamn, man. It what is insane. Hell? Um, and there's this, uh, there's this, um, there's this Instagram page I follow. It's nothing but bad tattoos. Oh, that's got to be hilarious. Oh, my God. The that's shit that people, be great. The shit people get, man. Or do a little research on who you're, who's putting, who's marking your body. I'm, I'm lucky the guy I got was referred to me by my brother-in-law, Paul. Mm-hmm. And people who you know don't know, I have this brother-in-law. He's 80% of his body is covered, head to yeah. toe. And it's only like two diff two two different tattoo artists that work on them, just two, and but you know one the guy that I go to is one of one of the one of those guys he sent me to because he's his his stuff is really intricate and real good. In fact, there was a, uh, a tattoo exhibit at the Portland um, at the art at the art museum in Portland, and he was one of the exhibits. He just stood on this platform that spun around. And he also, he, also makes, he also makes great jewelry too. Oh, he's a great artist. Yeah. Yeah. Really I mean, I think that's he's probably one of the people Eloise got it from between him and my sister. You know, they're really good artists and that kind of skips a generation apparently because Heather and I can't draw a straight line, but Eloise is going to be published at 12 for a children's book. Uh, which that, is surpri- that does not surprise me at all. It's fucking nuts. So she's illustrating a children's book that uh, Kachel's uh, brother-in-law wrote. Nice, and it will be published. Well, good for her. Good yeah. for her. Here, here, here's here's a here's a here's a scenario for you. I want you to follow and then comment on. Okay. All right. Let's assume that um, your uh, snippety snip doesn't work, and uh, my vasectomy. Yeah, and uh, okay, and Kachel and you end up having a beautiful powerful baby boy but Cashel decides that let's say Cashel also her her native language is let's say it's not english let's say it's um i don't know uh portuguese okay she looks at you and says um we're gonna teach the kid portuguese now of course you're not gonna object because you know why not dual language have a leg up on most americans you know so no she said no 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 he's going to only learn portuguese english will be a second language now don't stop don't 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 answer yet there's more okay and then the kid's four and a half years old the kid is still on a bottle and the kid still wears diapers and she still carries him around everywhere she goes how do you respond to that we 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 wouldn't get that far because wouldn't get that far I have uh, well, it, well. Here's how I know. Okay. Because I have these kinds of conversations before I get serious with somebody. I knew where she stood on kids. Mm-hmm. I knew what well, she didn't want any. I knew uh, 
where she, you know, how would you raise them? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the same conversation with Heather, uh, anyone I was serious with. And, well, I've only had, I only conceived and considered it with Heather. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. It's worked but, out great. Yeah, but I have those kinds of conversations. And uh, and let's say, let's say she does freak out and wants to do these things we're gonna have we're, we're not gonna be together because we're we're going to fight about all of that <laughs> one uh pretending that they don't live in america and will not speak english first is bullshit so that's that's one okay. two uh there's no fucking way there's no fucking way i'm gonna allow uh allow them to have them with a bottle and diapers and how old you said uh four and a half five yeah that's not gonna fucking happen <laughs> it's not gonna fucking happen <laughs> we're not we're... gonna have a child that can, can, can now speak a complete sentences go hey uh can you change my diaper dad yeah not gonna fucking happen i'll tell you a story it was this girl i dated and the, now this is a while ago so i don't feel bad about saying i'm not gonna throw out the names but i think i've told you this story before uh, name is jolene <laughs> Jolene. Um it is not Jolene, but it's funny. It's funny. Um uh she was a real piece of work. And uh I say a piece of work, but she was she was not a great person. Mm-hmm. But I was young and she was pretty, so I just ignored a lot of red flags. She had a son who was potty training age. Oh, actually, a little too old to still be needing. He was probably like three or four, still walking around on a pull-up. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I said, uh, why is he not potty trained? She's like, he's just not ready. Well, you have to make him ready. He doesn't just decide, hey, I'm potty trained. And that's not how that works. This is someone who doesn't have kids, but I'm not a fucking idiot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one time she, uh, I was like, this is ridiculous. And she's wearing pull-ups at this age. Yeah, He, he can talk, he can walk. What the fuck? So uh, I was just like disgusted with her. Well, I was <laughs> and, too. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I need to call this off. This is too much. It's just, I, I don't have, that's like my superpower relationships. If I, if I find a lot of bullshit, I don't have a, you know, I don't have a problem walking away. Especially if I don't have any deep roots, like I don't have a kid with her or anything like that. I'm, you know, I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm done. But like, just it was like as if she can sense it. She asked me one day, uh, could you watch him? She had like a work thing that was going to take most of the day. Mm-hmm. And her childcare fell through. And uh, and uh, she, she asked if I could watch him for that day. It was like six, seven hours. And I was like, sure. And what I told myself, I was like, you know what? You know, I've had some uh, some um, experience with kids. So I, you know, with my nieces and my sister. So I was like, uh, you're going to get potty trained. I was telling this to myself. I was like, you know what? You're going to get potty trained today. Yeah, we're doing this and, shit right now. <laughs> we're doing it today. And by the end of the day, if he had to go to the bathroom, he would tell me, I got to go now. So we would go. And I, sh- you know, he wiped himself, showed him how to do it. He could go. He was reluctant because he was so used to his mom just doing it. Of course he was. But but he could do it. Do you know this little bastard? 
<laughs> when she came home, I was like, he was, he's potty trained now. She's like, oh my God. It's like, it's not impossible. You have to make him ready. He's too old to be walking around acting like he, like a, like an infant. It's right. just too, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, she was like, whoa, that's crazy. A week later, he was back to wearing a pull-up, back to shitting his pants because he didn't want to do it. And I was like, what happened? She's like, oh, he just wasn't ready. And I was like, yeah, I think we need to break up. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that's all. I was like, I just fucking, you just, you make me sick. Now, <laughs> now, just... now here's, here's the reason why I tell you the story or, or that hypothetical, because it's not hypothetical. My cousin is doing that right now. Right now with his son. That is actually happening to a blood relative of mine. And it's he's so sensitive about everything that we've had to recruit my mother to talk to him because she's the only person in the family that can talk to this dumbass without without hands being thrown. No one else can talk to him about this because his little Thai wife demands that her, her four-and-a-half-year-old son be bottle-fed not potty trained and speak Thai as his first and second language. And, 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 and English will come as he gets older. And, you know, I'm like, she's out of her fucking mind. I know she's putting him at a disadvantage by doing I that. No. And not. he's, and he's stupid for allowing it. Well, here's the thing about him. And he, he's, he's, I'll, 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 I'll start with a positive and then I'll go into the truth. He's he's, he's he's a hell of an artist. You know, he's a great artist. You know, he could draw like nobody I've ever seen before. I mean, he could really fucking draw. I mean, he's one of them dudes that could that could make that could take a pencil and make it look like a photo and take make a drawing look like a photograph. He's that good. What does okay. he do for a living? Uh, that's where it comes to here comes the truth. He had a serious accident um, at this metal plant uh, where he fell like I think 15, 16 feet onto his head. And he ended up, I think, if I remember right, ended up in a coma and he got severe brain damage. I mean, severe brain damage. Now he's not quite retarded slash nigger or whatever. I don't know how that works, but whatever. He's not quite that. Um, but he's he's not the same person anymore. So he's a stay-at-home dad at the moment. Or is now he kind of works with his with his with his father doing uh, manual labor stuff where he like you know hey son hand me the paint or you know hold the ladder tight or this kind of stuff you know he's that kind of assistant he's not you wouldn't know he's he he's this brain damaged unless you talk to him for more than five minutes and then you realize oh okay there's something really wrong with you got it so she's got two kids now. He can kind of sort of take care of himself, but not really. It, it's a weird, it's a weird kind of brain damage where it's like there are things that he knows, but things that he doesn't know anymore. It's weird. Um, but I was trying to explain to Stephanie last night, you know, that Asian women aren't the docile little mousy women that you think they are. Because I've talked to Asian men and Asian women, and you know, my dad is kind of like I am, where he'll ask questions whether or not they're appropriate or not. He'll just ask because he wants to know the answer and be educated. And what they tell you on mass is that what happens is when the door opens up and everybody leaves the house, the man is in charge. The man is God when they're in public. Okay. You know, whatever the man says goes. But what we don't know and don't see is when that door shuts and they go back in, the woman, you're in her house. 
It's her rules. And that's the end of that. There is no discussion. Like if they go to the doctor, the man asks all the questions and she sits there quietly while he talks. But what we don't know is that she told him what to say in the house. This is the questions you're going to ask. This is how you're going to ask. These are the follow-up questions you're going to ask. Do you have any questions, honey? No? Okay, cool. Now, they also, um, when it comes to raising the kids, same type of thing. So you got an Asian woman who's already an Asian woman in the, in the house, and then you got a guy who's brain damaged. It's like it's a recipe for this dumb shit to happen. You know, so I don't even know if my cousin can really understand what's happening to his kid because he's so severely brain damaged and <sighs> attached to this woman. I mean, this Thai woman, I, I met her once when uh, we went to my uncle's uh, house for uh, for Thanksgiving, I believe it was. And I've never seen such clinginess in my entire life. She wouldn't let him go. And that bothered the hell out of me. I hate clinginess unless it's a child. You know, if a child, you know, up to about four or five, maybe six, wants to cling to their parent, and I got no problem with that. You know, they're babies, and that's that's what they do. You know, or even a clingy dog or cat to a certain point. But she would not let him walk around the house without holding his hand or wrapping around his arm, or when he's on the couch, she had a leg on him and her both her arms around his arms. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, can he breathe? What is happening here? So Whoa. you add all that together and you get this bullshit. Because whatever idea she has, this is what it's going to be because he doesn't have the wherewithal to fight back or to articulate how dumb this shit is. So it, it's going to be interesting to, when my mother finally talks to him because I don't know how she's going to uh, to get through to him that this is not a way to raise a child. Uh, like I said, I don't have kids, but even I'm smart enough to know that's not what you do. No. You know what I mean? I'm smart enough to know that. You know, now I do know that in foreign countries they do not bottle feed, but they do some of the women will breastfeed their their kids up until they're like two, sometimes three years old. Oh, that, oh, they, oh, much later than that. Some yep. is yeah, some, you're right. Some is like seven or eight. And that's just creepy as fuck, you know, to watch it yeah. sucking on his mother's breast. That's just not. Yeah, that's just weird. That's a little too much. But also in those same countries, you'll see men walking down the street who aren't gay holding each other's hands. You'll also see in some of those foreign countries where and I, I ran into this once with 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 a couple of Arab people I knew where they kept standing really close to me. And I'm a real black American where it's like. Nigga, you got to back up, man. I need my space. I, I don't want you this close to me, man. I can't let you get this close. Back up. And they'd be offended because they're supposed to be so close to you that they can smell your breath. And it's like, dude, that's too close. I'm sorry. I don't want you this close to me. So there are different traditions that happen. And when you can't articulate yourself because of brain damage, what are you going to do? You know? Right. So that's what's happening with him. This shit is real. I don't know how my mother's going to handle this. And then one more thing, I uh, I googled and looked up the word nigger, and uh, remember how we said it had multiple meanings? Yes. Uh, not anymore. It just says a contemptuous term for black or dark-skinned people. That's oh. it. Uh, they so, updated it's been, it. so, so it's been updated. Yeah, there's, there's no more ignorant, there's no more... Because it's never used that for that anymore. It's only yeah. assigned to black people. Yeah, so if someone says, that's not what I meant, it's like, no, no, no. no, no that's exactly what you meant. Yeah, yeah, that shit's changed. It's 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 back to the exactly the way it was. So go fuck yourself. 
so yeah, um, that's a that's an interesting thing. Oh, and my brother um, finally fixed. I don't know if I told you he fixed his uh, issue with um, his wife and his daughter having issues when he's gone to work. My brother has a very brilliant work schedule. He only works two days a week, but it's twenty four hours each day. You know, he's at a reservation, federal officer, and all that shit. You know, I've said before, and so he's on call basically for for forty hours. Right. And but he's home for five straight days, which I would take in a heartbeat. I would love that. I would have loved to have had a job like that that pays like that, but you only work two days a week. That's brilliant. Yeah. Live a real life. Well, isn't that great? You could live a real life like that, man. Well, for a while there, uh, in a union co- or during our one of our union contracts, the union proposed uh a four day work week, four ten hour days. Yeah. And everyone I mean, it was unanimous. It was people were like, you know, they, you know, UPS is a 24-7 operation, but, you know, people would be staggered like they are now. So, the you know, like I have the weekends off. Some people just have, you know, uh, 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 for, you know uh, Sunday, uh, they work uh, Monday through Saturday. Mm. Uh, and I work, you know, uh Thursday night through or Sunday night through Thursday night. Right. So, you know, it was unanimous. Everyone loved that idea. I mean, for three days a week off a three day weekend every week. Oh, it's brilliant, dude. Four tens that, you know, but UPS, the company shut it down. They said, no, it's like, it's almost like, Oh, they want it. Morale would be too high. <laughs> it's like, right? it would be too, what was the, what was the, you know, what was the? I understand what was the bad thing about that. Everyone well, wanted that, right? Exactly, and so, but in doing that, his daughter, my niece, has become overly attached to him because, um, you know, his wife has a few physical ailments, you know, that she uh, has to deal with. So, you know, he's always running around with her, playing, you know, roughhousing, you know, and and bike riding and all that stuff. So when he's not there. You know, she doesn't understand, you know, why she can't because she's three. She doesn't understand why she can't do the same things with mommy she does with daddy. So what she would do is she would call him constantly while he's at work saying, you need to tell your daughter to go to bed or you need to tell your daughter to eat food. And he was getting pissed off. Oh, no, no, that's not good. Thank you. That's That's not good. She has to take some initiative. Otherwise, it'll never. I know. She'll never be looked at as a a parent. You know what I mean? No, I know. And that's what I told him. And so he can't I, entertain that. He can't. He, no, you have to handle this. Otherwise. Oh, yep. no, that's so bad. What was she? Why would she do that? Because she couldn't get. But she the, has the, kids of her own. So. Yeah, I know. But she couldn't get the little the, the girl to listen. So that's I told insane. him what you need to do is, insane. Is, is, is this. You need to put your foot down and tell your wife that this weekend my number is lost to you unless she's dying or she's lost a limb or something, you do not call me. That is an order. I don't ask you for much, but I am not playing. You need to figure this shit out. So what he found out was, is that when he tells her to do something and she's being a little, you know, a little douchebag and doesn't want to do it, he'll take one of her toys. And then if she still doesn't do it, he'll take another one of her toys. And she doesn't, she's like, and she'll start to cry. He won't, he won't soothe her until she starts to, you know, go <laughs> where she's trying to get herself under control which is when you go okay you know then give her a hug but he doesn't give her toys back 
Right. You know, because she's lost. It's the consequences. It's consequences. Exactly. But what she would do was she'd take a toy, the girl would cry, and she'd give her a hug and then give her her toy back. No. What is, why, why? That is so frustrating. And that's why she never listened to her because she knew there were. And she never will. Right. She's laying the groundwork for now. You know what she's laying the groundwork for? Fuck you, mom. That's Pretty what she's much. laying the groundwork for. Pretty much. If there's no boundaries and there's no consequence to actions, yep. what do you think is going to happen? Exactly. And that's what I told him. I was like, so it was because ne- they were people in the family were starting to wonder what, and I was one of the ones as well, whether or not he was, uh, whether or not it was his fault. Maybe he was being too nice to this little girl or because, you know, daddy's girl and all that shit turned out. He wasn't. It was the it was it was his wife that was doing things inappropriate or 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 non-traditional or whatever, whatever phrase you want to use to, to mean incorrect uh, with this child. And so he told her, he said, don't you do that with this little kid. You can't do that. So the next time he went to work, she didn't. And the little girl went to bed on time. She ate her food. She didn't give her any attitude because. Mom sucked to her guns and wouldn't give her her stuff back and wouldn't uh, read her a story, the story she wanted to be read because she did something she wasn't supposed to do. It worked out. And I was like, I knew it wasn't my fault. And I was like, hey, man, I, I'm glad I got the whole, all of them. I'm glad you got some more information because I thought it was you at first. You know, he said everybody did. I was like, well, now that we got all the information, it obviously was not you. It, was it is your so wife. crazy. You have to be no? a united front. Yes, you, you have to be. Uh, it just, it, you know, not. I think that's why Heather and I work so well with Eloise. Is there is no divide and conquer? I mean, there's, you know, I I tend to be a little more uh, forgiving, but mm-hmm. if there is the, the decision made, she can go to. It doesn't matter who she goes to. The answer is going to be the same. Yes, you or no. have to be yeah. a united front. Otherwise, you're going to raise a fucking terror. Yeah, they're gonna play. They go. They're gonna play you off each off each other, and they're gonna be learn. They're gonna learn serious manipulation tactics, and they're just not gonna be good people when they get older. You know, oh, you got to so teach them. horrible. And 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 and, I'm, and I told Anthony, I said, you guys are lucky. She's so little and young. If if you had to figure this out by the time she was six or seven or eight, when her personality truly sets in, and it's only gonna be either turned up or turned down, y'all be screwed. I'm glad y'all oh. figured this out early enough to where it could be fixed. And he just kept saying, I'm so glad it wasn't me. I'm so glad I knew I was doing this shit right. And I'm like, yeah. You her, like, it. call her and tell her what to do because I can't control. This is such bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, and it's what's, that's what's insane to me is that she has other kids. What does she do with them? The same shit? Uh, pretty much. She did the same stuff. Now she has a son and a daughter, and obviously, you know, she was harder on the son because that's what pretty much all parents are. They're always easier on the girl and harder on the boy, which I never fucking understood, but eh, it's just the way it is. Like I told you the story about where I was watching two kids who were roughly the same age uh, on getting off TriMet, and the dad had the boy get off first, told the boy to jump from the second step. Boy, he's like, Dad, I need help. No, you don't jump. Boy, jump. Ah, good boy. And the daughter went, was trying was gonna okay i'm gonna jump like no no no, baby let me help you let me help you and he he grabbed her by her arms helped her down. yeah that's my baby girl let me help you i'm like why would you just let her jump why would you do that i don't understand why you did that 
And I'm thinking in my head because she's a little girl. She's fragile. I, she has to understand she needs a man to, to, to help her at all times. No, no, she doesn't. She could have made a jump on her own. She would have fallen. You just help her up, brush her off, and you keep moving. So I think that's part of the reason why she did that is because it's a girl. And she didn't know how hard to be on the girl, even though Antar is not being hard on her. He's being normal. He's being consistent. Yeah. You're, you fuck up. This is what happens. And I'm not going backwards on this. Sorry. You know, Hickey told her one time, you're not, I'm not going to read you the story because you wouldn't eat XYZ food, whatever it was. And she ended up eating it anyway. And then they went to bed. He's like, can you read me the XYZ story? He said, no, I told you. And I'm not going to read you that story because you didn't eat your food. He said, but I did eat it. Yeah, not when I told you to. So no, I'll read you another story. Okay, fine. Read me another story. And she read him another story. And then when he told her to eat her food the next day, guess what? She ate her food the next day like he's supposed to. And she got yeah. her story. I, oh, I, speaking I, of. Speaking of kids, I uh, got Eloise's report card in the mail. Uh, well, Heather and I both got one. I got one. She got one uh, for the semester. Uh, Eloise has straight A's. Her GPA is 4.0. So who is she cheating off of? Shut up. <laughs> she is, you know she's not cheating. I know, dumbass. I don't know. <laughs> Tell her Uncle Marcel said, good fucking job. You smart, you smart little little child, you. Well, she's not little. You smart, almost yeah. teenager. Because she's, what, 12 now or B12? She'll be 12 in December. Yeah, almost almost teenager, you. You know, she's, she's a preteen. She's, she's a smart one. I, yeah, uh, straight I A's, that. though. That was awesome. I was just like, good job. I bet you 10 to 1, she's half trying to. <laughs> no, she, she's trying. She uh, she's she's I don't know she I don't, she seemed to be trying hard. She's uh, she didn't realize you know Heather and I both had told her that school was going to and you know it's not going to be like elementary school stuff's going to matter and you know it's going to be a lot more of it and she's she's realizing that now. Yeah, that's yeah. Real. But uh, she's uh, yeah, straight A's. Yeah, so, and then one last thing before we get into your Wakanda review, because I'm, I'm kind of interested to see if you think about it, what everybody else thought about. What did you think of Chappelle's monologue? Yeah, I thought it was funny. I thought it was fine. And there was no controversy. Me too. I there was no controversy. He just, and he, he definitely, no one, you know, he's talked about Kanye, obviously. And if it was so bad, Lauren would have, would have like banned him on off the show uh would have cut it short wouldn't have allowed it to happen and it was like there's several writers there's like four or five writers that in protest of him being there because they're you know they're they're all about the trans thing uh uh they would not uh they just sat that show out and it was fine. There's mon. There's nothing wrong with that monologue. I when I they, I was seeing it all over Instagram and Facebook. Oh, the controversies. And I watched it. And I was like, "What controversy? It's about a controversial topic, but no. what he said isn't controversial." No. It's like, what the fuck? I think it was uh, Charlemagne the God said. I think it was him that said. These he said Jewish people are going to have to give a seminar. And actually spell out what anti-Semitism actually is. 
and what it means, the subtle part of it. Because apparently you can't even say there there were two Jewish people who were in this building today, and that's anti-Semitic. He's like, so what are we doing here? When what what I don't. He's like he's like I don't understand what the issue is. I mean, I I still don't get it, you know. And I had one of my friends who's an anthropologist. He uh he helped me out a little bit, but. Even that wasn't enough for me to go, okay, but I still don't get what they did wrong. I mean, Kanye going DEFCON 3 was just stupid because now well, Kanye going- said some anti-Semitic shit. No, yeah, that, and- I'm not even arguing that. Because no. if you listen to everything he said, yeah, he's definitely said some anti-Semitic shit. Right. Um, but Dave Chappelle just talked about what he had said and then made jokes about what he had said. And at the right. same token, he made jokes about on the same monologue. Black people were held to the, you know, he made jokes about black folks. He made jokes about regular white folks. He made jokes about Jewish folks. And he's like, and, well, uh, if they're trying to say the one thing he said is there are a lot of Jewish people in Hollywood. I work in Hollywood. There's a lot of Jewish people. But <laughs> but he's but he's like, there's also a lot of black folks on any name, whatever street. He's like, yeah, so perfect, yeah. big deal. That was basically his point. Big deal. Yeah, there's a lot of people here. So what? So I don't know what they were, what what specifically was because I think it's just that the the whole thing because people are still mad at Chappelle about the trans jokes so it's like this is fake outrage I'm just chalking it up to fake outrage because he didn't say anything controversial controversial yeah talked about a controversial topic but he didn't there's nothing I watched it twice I did because I was like did I I miss something he said nothing no, but the, the only thing that I've uh, that I've always understood is like he when he started his monologue, the two words you go put together are the, the, the those Jews or, or you know you the know those, the, Jew. the Jews, yeah, and that's the issue. It's like they're around, around anytime someone says anything that I might deem to be just a fact. Them, it's a precursor on a, on a train, you know, on the midnight to to, to, to the next life. You know, it's like, wait a minute now. There are a lot, lot of Jews in Hollywood. There are a lot of Jews in the banking industry. There are a lot of Jews in finance. There are a lot of Jews, you know, who 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 are in the entertainment industry, uh, who run record companies. So you think by me saying that, now that means that now we've knocked over the first domino and six million of you are going to die again? That's what we're doing here. No, it, 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 here's it's here's it's a little oversensitivity, I think. It is because it, it really is. Well, well, here's and here I'm trying to say why, because you never hear uh, those Jews and then anything positive, never. And that that and people don't understand subtext. That was the joke, right? Because you never hear those the Jews. It's always followed with some bullshit that's going to be a problem. It's just it's kind of like when you hear people go, uh, and and uh, and about your generation, it's always followed with some, all right, what 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 brow beating we're gonna take, or um, or I'm not or, racist, um, but or I'm not racist, but yeah, it's perfect example. I'm not racist, but yeah. this never starts out positive, never. So yeah. that was the joke. So right. uh, it, it, it's 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 just fake outrage. It's fake outrage. It's kind of like 
Okay, remember when when uh, uh, Andrew Dice Clay was on SNL, and at the height of his popularity, he was on SNL. Yeah. But also at the height of every, he was being so controversial because all the shit he said, and people, Lauren banned him, and and people walked out and weren't going to be on the show uh, when he was on the show. And you watch the show, you watch that episode. It wasn't, but nothing happened. No. He was, he was, and they were talking about all oh, the controversial episode. What was controversial is that he was on it. Right. He didn't say anything controversial. I think one curse word slipped, and then, they, but it, it was a delay because it's you know, it was only heard in and on the East Coast because everything else is, you know. Uh, is on a uh no 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 one caught it everyone caught it that's what it was it was on a seven second delay yeah they're all so, seven second delays yeah so so no one even heard it except who was in the studio so that's not really a controversy because lots of people have done it that's not a big deal so he was basically the controversial thing is that this controversial figure was on the show right nothing happened so when they say this controversial episode they're just damning it because of who it is. It's the same thing with Chappelle. Nothing he said was controversial. Nope. Nothing. No, I agree. You preached to the choir. I could not understand. Because I just read six articles before we logged on to do this about how terrible what he said was and this and that. And, and the thing is, each article was just word salad. They, yeah. there, was, there was nothing of any substance in any of those articles to make me go, I see your point. I see why this was anti-Semitic. I, I couldn't see anything. It's like, and I'm not stupid. I'm not the smartest man in the world, but I, I can read subtext. I can understand things. And I it's like I don't I didn't I didn't I don't think anything he said was bad. I think he was he made fun of a bad situation for two people. And the one thing that he said that I thought was best was you can't blame black folks for the treatment of Jews. You just can't. Yeah. He said, so stop trying to. And that was, I think, his whole point was stop trying. When black people say stuff, dude, we are not going to round you up. That's not what we do. Now, if Donald Trump starts saying stuff like that, that's when y'all need to panic because he might do that, you know. And, you know, Bill Burr said the same thing similar. You know, he's like, he's like, when the black people talk like this, it's harmless. He said, but he's got a great bit about 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 Kanye's ego. And if you put that ego in a white man, you know, we're talking about another world conqueror. You know, it's a yeah. fantastic bit, by the way. I mean, it's a brilliant bit. And I've watched it over the last couple of days, probably like four or five times, because I just, I just find it hilarious. And he's right. It's like, so I don't understand. And they always say, and the thing is, they've always said this. In these times, you can't say these things about Jewish people. But it's always these times, though. I mean, is there is that true, though? I mean, it was like this in the 80s. You know, Jaime Town. Remember when Jesse Jackson did the old Jaime Town line? Yeah, yeah. And cost him a pre Well, he was never going to win, but cost him a presidential nomination? Yeah, he wasn't going to win. No, he, no, come on. 1980s? <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Um, and on and on and on. It's like it's always the, in these times, in these times. Are you guys really... The Untouchables? Are you really so far beyond us that no one can make a joke about you? 
And I told my brother, I said, the trans people are moving into the, in the second place with that. They are right behind them in where you can't make no jokes about them. You know, it's like they already say that if you say, uh, if you don't call them by their proper pronoun, you know, it, it's abuse. It's an assault. Also, this one of them said that if you don't want to date a transgender, then, 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 then you know, then you're That's transphobic. Transphobic. Yeah, transphobic. Which is, yeah. Which is bullshit. Yeah. I, I, I was like, fuck you. So what if I don't, don't want to date a fat white woman? Does that mean I hate white people? Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a stupid logic. And again, that's like part of the overcorrect bullshit. Yeah. No, so yeah, I saw, I heard that too. They're like, if you don't want to, it's transphobic if you don't want to be with a with a trans woman or a trans man. No, it just means I don't want to be with a trans woman or a trans man. I want someone that's natural born. I don't want someone that's been altered with surgery. Right. And here's, or drugs. Here's, here's the funny thing about this trans movement. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, they did studies on this. And they said that what happened was when kids had what they call now gender dysmorphia, 80 to 90% of them just turned out to be gay. They didn't hmm. need to be cut up, have hormone treatments. It all it worked out in the end. They just were gay. That's all. So all this stuff is all this new age trans bullshit that I cannot wrap my head around. It's just that it's just, it's just something else for people to bitch about. You know, it's like all, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I told my brother, it's like, when it comes to trans people, it's like the only thing I'm required to do is I have to leave you alone, let you live your life and not discriminate against you. And not try to hurt you or anything like that. That's it. I don't have to like it. I don't have to like you. I don't have to do anything like that. I just have to allow you to have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I don't have to call you by your pronouns if I don't want to. But I do have to leave you alone. I do have to respect your space on this planet. You know? Uh, but anything other than that, I don't have to do. And the other thing that I find ridiculous is that every time I try to say, and this is why my brother said I'm going to need to go to a class before I, if I ever go back to work before I reintegrate into society, um, is because the first one that says to me, uh, you know, like if I say, you know, hey, uh, how are you doing, sir? Uh, excuse me, I'm a they, them. Oh, okay, well, my, my, my adjectives are most handsome. I'm an asshole for doing that. Well, you know why. Don't act like you don't know. But no, no, <laughs> no. If you want me to call you something, guess what? You're going to call me something too. Fuck you. But you, if you had introduced yourself saying with, with that, you would. It, I get what you're doing and I know what you're saying, but at the same token, you know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm not going to deny I know what I'm doing because I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm being a douchebag. But I'm being a douchebag in a way that makes you go like, well, maybe I'm being a douchebag too. Yeah, maybe you are. Oh, yeah, I get it. I get you know it. what I mean? It's like, so I can't be referred to as something, but you can? What makes you so different? I can't make you call me most handsome instead of sir, but I have to call you they, them. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. All right, enough of that. Wakanda. Uh, yes. I'll start off with this before we jump in. I haven't watched any reviews on it, but every title I've seen has said that it is a complete mess. It's jumbled. No, that's not true. That's not that's, true. I'm just telling you, I've I've seen it from like seven or eight different 
big YouTube content creators with millions of followers that I've seen reviews of movies from, uh, like Screen Rants, uh, Rocket Something, and a few others that said it's a mess. It's jumbled. It's a mess. Um, and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to wait, you know, before I watch them, hear what you got to say. And then after we talk, I'll watch a couple of those people talk about it. And when I go see it, finally, whenever that is, then I'll formulate my own final, you know, final form opinion. But that's what I've been hearing, you know, or reading is that that's what it was. So go. So um, I uh, will on it forever. Uh, it definitely. It's you know it's a little long in tooth It's about two hours and 40 minutes, but it is. Not a perfect movie, mm-hmm. but I liked it a lot. Now, the first one, it has a lot to live up to because the first movie was a, it was a phenomenon. Right. You know, it was just a cultural phenomenon. And uh, it did a lot. It broke a lot of records as far as like uh, black, black cast, all black cast, a lot of black people in front as well as behind the camera. Uh, they try to say in the past, studios try to say that Black-led films don't really sell worldwide, which was not true. It was the first Marvel solo film to make a billion dollars. This one's on its way. I mean, it's only been in the theaters a week, a week to wait, a week Thursday, and it's already at three hundred and fifty million. Damn. Yeah, in a week. So. Um, it's it's just doing just fine. Um, this movie is Na- uh, Namor. Uh, you know, Letitia Wright who plays Shuri. The movie mm. is solely on her. It's it's you know it's it's on her back. Right. Um, this you know it is uh, the movie is beautiful. By the way, it, it looks epic. It's just it's really good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the action sequences are awesome. It is a true. Um, tribute to T'Challa as well as Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who plays Namor, um, uh, Tinak Hura, mm-hmm. he did a great. He's the great Namor. Uh, the way they, I only my one of my only regrets about uh, or, or critiques about about uh, the. Um, Oh, what are they called? Um, uh, Subalacticans? Uh, what are they called? Um, yeah, well, them, <laughs> the people who live in it, you know, the god damn it, what is the name of that? Tuwak? Tuwak is the name of uh, where they're from in the, in the ocean, anyway. Um, I wanted to know about a couple more of the key characters. You know, like, um, like uh, she's from the comics, but uh, it's like is general. Uh, what is her name? It is going to bother me. And they're all blue, with the exception of Namor. They're all blue. Yeah, because they're I, Atlanticans. I, 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 I forgot. I what's that? They're all Atlanticans. I thought they were all blue except for him. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. I just forgot about that. Um. Oh, uh, Michelia Cole is in it. I don't know if you remember her. She's, um, 
Uh, Mabel. Yeah, Nomura. Mabel Kadena. I want to know more about that character. Angela Bassett's great in this. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what's his name? Who plays uh, M'Baku? Winston Duke. He has more of a... He's kind of like Shuri's... Um, he kind of took the role as, as Shuri's... Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, kind of like guide. No, no, more like uh, kind of like a mentor, a guide, kind of you know, someone to to talk to. And uh, it opens with um, as, as folks. If I'm gonna get into spoiler territory, it's been out a week. I'm just you know, if I, I'm gonna let some spoiler stuff go. Um, it opens with uh, with her like feverishly trying to put together. Uh, some kind of a remedy to slow down or stop what's happening to T'Challa. He's off screen, obviously. Obviously. And then he dies and it opens at his funeral. And it's just a really beautiful looking movie. It looks mm. epic and big. And, uh, but at the same time, but at the same time, it's like, uh, it has a lot of real subtle, moments of just acting everyone does a great job acting uh luke Danyango is back mm-hmm. uh god damn she looks good too I, yeah. I just she's just uh chocolatey goodness <laughs> <laughs> but um uh and it's so funny you know um there's some characters that did not need to be in it though i mean it it, it the, the two two and a half or two hour and 40 minute runtime uh, I see why it's that long because there's just some stuff that just you just need to do because you kind of go through the grieving, you go through the entire grieving process with Sherry. You go through, uh, I forget what it is. It's uh, like fear, denial, uh, bargaining, anger, and then acceptance. You go through all of the stages with her character, and it, it's it purposefully. Yeah, that's the way the movie. You even hear she has conversations about each step with different people. So it was, that was kind of cool. The action sequences are good. Namor, uh, some of his motivations, he was a good villain slash. It was just some of the writing was, in, in, my, in my opinion, was just a little off. Like Namor's, uh, his, his motivations. Okay, so he's like, oh, it opens with, uh, you know, so the king is dead. So... The rest of the world, mainly U.S. and a lot of Europe, want to want vibranium. Of course. So, so they try to send they send like shadow black op guys to try and steal uh, vibranium, and it opens this just awesome scene where uh, uh, she's like at the uh, the you know Angela Bassett, you know the queen. She's at. Uh, Ramonda, she's at the I uh, like at the UN, and she's they're like uh, some of the you know U.S. Uh, senators and stuff. They're like talking about how they're disappointed in her for not sharing. You know, we're supposed to be part of a UN, and you're not supposed to, you're not sharing anything with us on how to get by Brady or even resources. And she's like. Uh, we told you, you know, we'll help you with get some vibranium. We will give you some, but we're never going to mine it. Give have, let you mine it anywhere on Wakanda because it, it, yet it's something that's natural, but you guys will just misuse it. And you're like, 
what are you talking about? We would never misuse it. And then she starts telling, and you're seeing when she's talking to them, what they tried to do. They're sending these people that got their asses, you know, these black op guys. And of course they did. Man. Got their asses handed to them by the, uh, the, the door Malage, and they bring them into the, into the floor in you know, cuffed zip ties and stuff and made them all kneel. And it was very, uh, it was very symbolic. It was just like, uh, you know, you know what you did, and mm-hmm. we'll let you. We'll let you know when when you when we we'll let you know when you're allowed to have some. So, what they did is they decided to uh, they decided to um, start mining other places for vibranium, and they found some on the ocean floor near Wakanda, but not in Wakanda, and um, um. That's where Namor is. Ah, there it is. And he's like, look, he goes to Shuri and uh, and um, the queen, and he's like, look, uh, and here's where the motivation is kind of, he's like, you don't want colonizers here. We don't want colonizers here. Uh, we have vibranium, and so do you. We don't want the world to have it. We don't want them mining for it, and they don't, we don't want them to know of our existence. But um, let's work together because you know we're technically the most powerful nations because we have this substance right. at our disposal. Let's 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 work together and making sure they don't get it. Or I can just <laughs> I have because he has the numbers. He's like we have more our our have more people. Yeah, you know, we have more in our army than blades of grass. He's like, you know, think of how how much water covers the earth. That I get those are all people down there, so uh, we can we can just take over Wakanda and then take over the world. It was like, well, that doesn't make sense. Why are you talking like let's work together or I'll just kill you? So it was just kind of flawed a little bit with mm. his logic. And uh, you know, sure, there was they decided to do away with having a Black Panther and uh, until they needed it, and then um. Shuri became the Black Panther, and then there's no Doctor Doom. Yeah, uh, I heard about that. That I did hear about. That's kind of sucked. There's no Doctor Doom. I'm glad it's too. Would have been too much. There's a lot going on here, and there's a lot that doesn't need to be in here. Like we we spin uh, Riri Williams uh, is introduced to the movie because uh, that's another thing. Namor wanted to kill her because she was the only person in the world that made this machine that detects vibranium. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I read about that. And she made two machines and the government took one and uh she had sold one and but Namor's uh people they destroyed both machines and they gave one he gave one to Wakanda as like uh this is you know what we have to worry about. So he he so they the Wakandans grab uh Riri in college before cuz she's like a college age kid. You know, anyone who doesn't know Riri Williams, she kind of ends up taking. She's like a, a a child genius. She's like seventeen in the book in the in the movie, mm-hmm. but it's played by um, what is her name? Dominic Thorne. Yes, thank you. And uh, I'm looking at it right now. So go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so she she plays Riri. Uh, for people who don't know, she ends up uh, in the in the comic. She's given 
Tony Stark's tech because he's not dead in the comics. He's you know dead in the cinematic universe, but and she ends up becoming Ironheart, uh, basically like a female Iron Man, and she's a genius. She's a super genius, and uh, uh, she, you know, she they, we didn't need we didn't need her to be in it. There's not much that she does other than uh, other than uh, MacGuffin for one of the things that, you know, uh, one of the reasons, one of the motivations for Neymar to kill. And Neymar, some of the fight scenes are really good. And he ends up does taking Wakanda. He ends up killing the, uh, killing uh, uh, the queen. And uh, he and Shuri oh, really? have, yeah, he and Shuri have a, a standoff. He, she's killed, they kill a bunch of his people. He kills a bunch of Wakandans. They end up having a standoff where he yields at the end of the fight. And because uh, she finds out a way to beat him. And it's kind of a clever way because you don't think about it. But it was cool. You kind of got his background. And because they're, they're asked as Aztec in, in, in lineage. And so it's basically the sea Mexicans versus, <laughs> versus the space Africans. Now who's going <laughs> to say it? You or me? I'm not going to say it. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I know. Come on, man. Nope. Anyway, <laughs> the original wetbacks. Uh, you already used that line. You can't use it again. Damn it. <laughs> so stop it. All right. Fine. I'll let it go. <laughs> but, um, it uh it ended up uh his fight scenes were really cool and he's badass he has the wings on his ankles and he uses them to fly around it's just fucking crazy um but um you know they end up having a truce and and uh you know there's a little bit of talking with his uh his right hand she's like how could you yield to the wakandans and he's like look this you know it's a means to an end and, and it's for the greater good but at the same token, he's like, you know, we'll wait. We'll just wait. We'll we'll keep our alliances with them because they are very powerful and and uh, and uh, they will serve. You know, they'll be useful in the future. So in typical Namor fashion, good guy slash bad guy. Right. Uh, but uh, it was I. It was nowhere. It wasn't a mess like they're trying to say. Uh, it was it was a little long and two. Some things didn't need to be there, like um, Lu- Maria Louise Dreyfus uh, characters in it. And here's something they they let as a little spoiler, slight spoiler. Her character's ex husband is Everett Ross. Oh, uh, yeah, Thunderbolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, Martin Freeman's playing him. So there was a uh, there was definitely some. Winks to uh, Thunderbolts down the road, but um, uh, Wait, I thought Harrison Ford was playing him. No, no, he's playing Thunderbolt Ross, Everett Ross, the white guy, the colonizer that Shiri saved his life. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, you're right. I forgot. Got it, got it. Okay, go ahead. And uh, but um, uh, he's um, it was like it was almost like. They like we gotta have some white people in this because they're in the movie, but they didn't need to be there. It didn't move the story forward or backwards. Any or, or it was just they were just a side a side story that didn't really need to be there, and you felt that they were just there to have someone that wasn't black in the movie, or you know, <laughs> or wasn't black or well, 
or brown. Although neighbors only brown when all the others are blue. But uh, yeah, it was, doesn't surprise me. But it, you know, it didn't. It wasn't like why is this here? But it was like it didn't need to be here. But it was whatever. But it was a great tribute. It was a good movie. Wasn't a mess. It was just a little long in tooth, and some of the mot- motivations are wonky. But if I had to give it a one out of five, I would say a three, a solid three. Now you're gonna talk about the the credits, the uh, whatever you call them, the stingers at the end of the movie. Well, there was one post credit scene, but there was no big stinger at the end. Uh, we are introduced to uh, T'Challa's son, mm-hmm. and he you, you know his name. His name is he had a he had a because uh, uh, um what's her name uh Aoko no 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 Nikita she was uh, Lupe Nyong'o's character she was mm-hmm. in Haiti she was in Haiti for six years yeah and and uh, Angela Bassett knew that he had a son but they didn't want him under they didn't want him to have the pressure of the throne and um um. And uh, and uh, T'Challa didn't want anyone else to know until the time was right. But just like in real life, he didn't tell anyone that he was sick until it was too late. Right. And and uh, but you know, well, unlike unlike Chadwick, his was inoperable. His was he you know it was there was no fixing it. No. But in the and in, in the in the movie, it was something he ignored or put off until it was too late, and they couldn't. Uh, they couldn't, you know, fix it. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard, I heard uh, the boy's name was named after a uh, somewhat undercover famous person. Wasn't his name like Marcel? Wasn't that the boy's no? Name? It wasn't Marcel. Damn it! Uh, uh, That's what I heard. On. No, it was uh, named after. Uh, hold on, I'm looking at. I'm getting, I want to get it right because he is the most famous revolutionary probably in the history of revolutionaries oh uh Toussaint la, la, la overture or something like that the haitian the haitian Toussaint, so Toussaint, yeah there that guy yeah he was the if for people who don't know uh uh he led the slave revolt in haiti probably the biggest and most successful slave revolt Actually, I think it's the only real one in the, in the West. The only real true successful one that truly liberated everybody. Yeah. And he, they killed so many white people. <laughs> but it was the most successful revolt. Not just slave revolt, revolt, period. And um, uh, so he has that name and that's his Haitian name and his, his other name is uh, T'Challa. And uh, so we, I feel we're going to see him down the road somewhere, you know, like some years ahead, skipped ahead because there is a Wakanda show that's coming to, to uh, Disney Plus as well as a um, Dorje Malaje, uh, Dora Malaje uh, show coming to Disney Plus. Oh, and let's not forget before we close up, uh, you know, R.I.P. Kevin Conroy. Cannot, oh we cannot, yeah, we cannot close up without talking about Kevin Conroy, man. 30, 31 years of playing the playing the, the only guy that is truly Batman. Yeah, he yeah he had the he was the voice of Batman on all the animated just about every animated uh, um, 
iteration of Batman. Yeah. For for I don't know how many years, 30 31, years. 31 years, 1991 or two. 91. Was, not- wasn't that old either. Only 66. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, God, you know, you know, that's just so funny. The older you get, the younger age seems to be to us, doesn't it? Like if we yeah. were if we were like 25, 66, we're like, God, he was old. Man, how did he how did he, he even walk at 66? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're in our fifties, God, he was so young, so much <laughs> life ahead of him. You know, I, I, God, I just feel so bad. You know, but in all seriousness, when I saw that, I, I was actually sad because I felt like, you know, I had a thirty-plus year relationship with, 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 with Kevin Conroy in, in a, in a, in a, anim, in a, in a sense. You know, I mean, right. he was, he was the voice of Batman, man, of the most iconic comic book character there's ever been next to superman probably and yeah. he was the voice that everybody knew was batman you knew when you heard that voice you were like that's batman man no one else could even come close no one and now he's gone i even went back and watched uh the only time you ever got to play batman live uh crisis of earth um you just gotta look it up on youtube where he had to wear a, a suit to walk and uh it's kind of cool, actually. You know, he didn't. It was a real short scene, uh, but you know, he he got through. Also, Kevin Conroy, you know, was gay, and he talked about that. You know, in this interview I saw where he said he just didn't know how that would play in Hollywood, and I'm like, after about 2012, I don't know why you didn't say anything because after that point, man, I don't think anybody cared anymore. Now I understand in the 90s why you didn't say nothing, but. Once we got to the late, you know, two, the middle of the 2000s, you know, 2012, 13, 14, no one cares anymore. I mean, then now no one cares anymore. It's not even a, it's not even a, something that people raise an eyebrow over anymore. You know, they don't care at all, you know, if you're gay. Yeah. It just doesn't even matter. It's like, oh, you're gay? Cool. Who are you dating? Oh, well, cool. All right. And you keep moving. That's it. It's not a big deal no more. You know, and I was just so sad to see him go, man. I, it's just, I didn't even know he was sick, like Chadwick Bozeman. You know, you didn't even know the dude was sick. No, no, not at all. God, that's just, just sad. You know, we talked about Aaron Carter on the last episode, you know, of, of him uh, passing, takeoff, dying, you know. Uh, and did you know the killer died? Jerry, Jerry Lee Lewis finally died. Eh. <laughs> I know I don't care. I'm just saying, uh, 87 years old. I didn't even know he was still around. I, uh, you know, if I'm being honest, he, I thought he died already. I did too. When I saw that, I was like, oh, I thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought he was already dead. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, Jerry Lee Lewis is a weird one. Uh, you ever hear the story uh, that uh, he, uh, who was it? It was uh, not Little Richard. Someone opened for him. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Little Richard. Little Richard uh, opened for him. Or no, he opened for Little Richard. And uh, there was like, they were co-headlining. So I guess one and, you know, one would open and one would close and be able to alternate. Either way, it was Jerry Lewis's uh, time to, to, uh, to uh to, to to open for little richard and he was playing and and little richard uh was becoming more popular than jerry lee and uh 
and the shows were, you know, really high octane, both of them. So he had on the end of his show, he played the last song and he'd set his piano on fire while he was playing it. And it was like it brought down, it was, you know, so electrifying. It brought down the house. And then he went backstage to Little Richard and he said, Follow that nigger. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then he walked off. Yeah, he is southern born. And, and, and uh Lil Richard's like, and we still had like 10 more shows to do after that. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, so you know, fuck him. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. Married his 13-year-old cousin. Says <sighs> a lot about him. Says a lot about him. And uh nurse ratchet died. Uh oh no, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, she, what's that uh, actress's name? Um, um, Louise, God, she's... Louise Fletcher, I believe, is what. It uh, yeah, was. How old was she? She had to be old. Uh, let's see. She wasn't. She was old. Yeah, uh, eighty-eight. Yeah. Oh, that's a good run. Yeah. See, I remember her not just for that role, but I remember her on Deep Space Nine as uh as, as Kai Wynn. That, oh, that's, that's right. Role, that's her most recent role that I remember her for is Kai Wynn. You know, I hated that character, but then again, it's Louise Fletcher, and, well, she exceeded it. <laughs> she was very good at playing roles of people that you just don't like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and she played that really well, you know? Uh, also, who else? Uh, Olivia Newton-John passed, um, which was kind of... She was 73. She had cancer, you know? just like, Well, she passed a while ago. She passed in August. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Vin Scully, I don't know if you know who he is, but yeah, he passed a little while ago. And then, let's see, anybody recent? Yeah, Gallagher. Yes. Yeah, that was just a couple, that was about a week or so ago. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was last week. Um, after after our recording, but before this show. So it, within that time frame, he'd passed. Gallagher, towards the end, I never thought he was funny. No. But he, towards the end, he was just a real, you, you got to listen to, uh, he did an episode. Uh, he was on uh, Mark Maron's podcast, mm-hmm. and he ended up walking out. And it was funny because Mark Maron was like just talking, and he and and Glatt Gallagher's really far right, and apparently, oh, Mark, is he? I didn't well, know that. Well, neither did Mark. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I had no idea. Yeah, and then and it kind of came out, and he's like, and then so. You know, Mark Mercer asked him about it, and uh, he was like, "This and that, and, uh, and things." He's like, "Well, some of your act is kind of racist. It's kind of outdated. You know, things have changed." And he got mad and walked out. And basically, Mark's like, "Well, good riddance. I didn't want you on here anyway." <laughs> wow, I did. I did not know he was a conservative far right guy. So he's, he's a Trump man. Well, I don't know if he was a Trump guy, but I'm sure he did. I bet you he voted for him. Wow. I did not know that about him. That is, uh, it's not surprising. You know, I mean, it's not enough for me to be like, oh my God, what the hell? I just can't believe, you know, he's a Hollywood guy. So it's, I just thought it was bizarre that he, you know, he sold his act to his brother and then he wanted to start up again. So he was Gallagher too. So they had two brothers doing the exact same act or slight difference you know, the slight variations of the same act. And one was Gallagher, one was Gallagher 2, and they were brothers. This is what's a weird, weird never, thing. I never understood what was so funny. Maybe I need to watch Gallagher again because 
No, As you kid, don't. I just I just didn't understand his humor. It's like when I was a kid. I when I was a kid, I thought it was cool. He smashed stuff. Yeah, but that's that's, I mean. that's good for like I don't know five minutes. You try and watch a special; it's not very funny, and it's just, ugh. Well, man has such a long career. There's got to be some jokes in there that's worth laughing about. I mean, Jesus, he's there forever. I mean, I I don't know, dude. I I just I don't know. I feel like like sometimes, you know, like when you watch some Simpson episodes now. You know, you go back and you watch the early days of The Simpsons. There are jokes in there that you did not get back in 90, 91, 92, because you didn't have enough life experience under your belt to really understand what, what Homer or the, or the writers were trying to sell to you. Mm-hmm. Now you kind of watching like, oh, shit, I missed that. I missed that, too. So I wonder if Gallagher is like that. It's like, did I miss something? Because uh, at the time, I was like, all he does is smash watermelons. This is boring. I can't watch this. It's like I always use the same example to anybody who I talk about about stuff I don't understand. It all comes back to like when somebody's really popular. I never understood Hulk Hogan's popularity. I always come back to him. because How can you not understand it, brother? Yeah, never. Never <laughs> once. And I wish I had gotten a chance to talk to Roddy Piper that day I saw him at Bally's about it because I would have asked him, why is Hulk Hogan so popular? I don't understand. He He's a crappy wrestler. He does the same shit over and over again. And I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's not funny. He's not the biggest. I, I, just, I just never understood it. I never, to this day, I, I can't wrap my head around Hulk Hogan. So maybe it'll hit me one day. You know, maybe I need to rewatch some of the old 80s Hogan stuff. Like I need to watch Gallagher and maybe I'll find something in there that I, I didn't see. I don't know. But yeah, maybe. I, I, yeah, it's probably not going to happen but you know you, you just you just never know oh and also before we go um and the wife gets the kicks out of this because i've been watching um uh the uh the tv show lucifer oh god why oh, actually it's really good. why no it it's is, not actually it's not it, it really is it's, it, no it's, it's not here's why <laughs> it, it surprised me in the sense that the take on the take. I think I think it first came was a comic book, if I'm not mistaken. It was yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, first comic book. And the take they have on the guy, the 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 character is is really unique because the character has always been known as the Prince of Lies, you know, the uh, like King of Evil. But this iteration of him never lies. He's not evil. He doesn't do anything bad. Really, he he's hedonistic you know, misogynistic, you know, and all that, but he doesn't lie, ever. Ever. No matter how much it hurts, he will not lie, and he's always been that way. And also, their take on hell is really interesting, too, because hell is not what you think. It's, in in this iteration, hell is um, what, what you felt guilty about played in a loop. And not... Not something made up by, you know, the devil or the demons. It's your life that's making you stay there. And the door to leaving hell is unlocked. You could leave at any time. You just have something guilty that you won't, that you can't get over. And the loop continues. But if you can figure out and get through it and get past it, you just open the door and walk out and go to heaven. And I found that to be absolutely a brilliant take on on the character and 
you know, all the other the, the angels are all different. You know, they're not what you think from the from you know from from the little bit I do know from the Bible. The little bit I do know, they're not they're not nearly the same. Uh, you know, like Lilith wasn't the same as you read from the Bible. Eve is not the same. I'm almost to the point where Adam shows up. I wonder what he's going to look like and how he's going to be. But it's not what you think. It's just it's just the take is is is, is was worth the journey. The the, the the how interesting you know they 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 made him out to be because I didn't think they could make. A story about the devil, interesting. I mean, what the hell? It's the devil, man. How interesting can it be? But it actually turned out to be very interesting, very well done. You know, there's a little too much singing from time to time, but singing. Yes, yeah. There's there's some there's a little bit of singing. Uh, apparently, Tom Ellis can sing, which I don't think he can. But uh, oh god, yeah. If I wasn't out, I am completely out now. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> it's like one episode. There's like no, there's three episodes. Out of like the sixty I've seen so far, where they've been singing in it. Now I'm good. Um, I'm good. Also, the lady in there, the detective, was a quote unquote gift from God that was made in a lot of ways for the devil. And it's just, it's just interesting. I mean, I, they 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 introduce you to the to uh, the goddess of all creation. You know this this lady, and I don't know. I I really find it interesting. And I'm almost done with the series. I got about. 17 episodes to go and I'm not in the least bit sad that I've spent my time watching it. I'm, I enjoyed it. I'm enjoying it a lot immensely. It's really good. You should give it a couple episodes one day. And then, you know, if you don't like it, you don't like it, but it, it's, it's, it's worth a couple episodes just to see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm just saying it, it, it's, it's unique. Very right. unique. It's nothing. It's very original. That's all I'm saying. You know? All right. So there you go. All right, folks. Well, we're at the 90 minute mark, so we should probably. Uh, That's what I think. Yeah, I know the clock is ticking. <laughs> the clock is ticking. Although I am completely charged, we're still good. <laughs> Sorry about that last week. It is, uh, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, All right, folks. Uh, we will see you next week. Um, we're going to have some different kinds of shows just because uh, next week is Thanksgiving. Uh, and then I'm on vacation that week, so I actually have a real Thanksgiving. I don't have to leave in the middle of the night like a, like a thief, like a thief. <laughs> and uh, then, uh, then peak season starts, so all right, you know what that means. Yeah, that so means a, that means a hiatus. Yeah, we'll get a couple shows in. I got a couple in the bank. Uh, just for that very moment. So we might have a week or two where we don't have an episode, but there will be some shows uh, in the month of December. And uh, but yeah, we'll see you next week. All right, peace. Yeah, I figure we'll do one more episode, uh, like Monday or so, Monday or Tuesday, mm. and uh, and I got a couple in the bank, and uh, then the other peak starts. So. I'm gonna be a ghost for a few weeks. <laughs> I, I I I remember how it works. You know, I just remembered. I'm looking at William Shatner. Do you remember that TV series Tech War? Tech War? No. Yeah. Oh my God! You don't remember that? Um, I remember BattleBots, but that was like a real Joe type thing. No, nah, Tech War was on for two years. It was from books that uh, Shatner wrote. Uh, that uh, turned into a TV series that lasted for two years. 
I had totally forgotten about it. And somehow while we were talking, I ended up in a Google search rabbit hole. And I'm looking at Tech War and I'm like, I remember this show. I remember it being somewhat cheesy, but okay to watch. And now that I think about it that way, I'm wondering how bad is this going to be when I if I actually watch it? Because it's from oh, like wow. 1994 to 96. God, I don't even remember it. I have to look up the trailer. Yeah, eight, it only lasted 18 episodes. Oh wow. Yeah, Tech War. I can't believe you didn't. You've never heard of Tech War. That's Sorry. I do. It, it's it's a sci-fi. It's I just figured. What 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 uh what um. What network was it on? Oh God, I want to say it actually came on the Sci-Fi Network. If oh. I'm not mistaken, I'm almost positive it came on the Sci-Fi Network. Um, let me see here. Uh, Tech War, Shatner, blah blah blah. Written comic book, video game, TV movie. Yeah, it was a TV movie. I remember that. Holy shit! Yeah, Shat- Shatner wrote all the novels for. I think there were five or six novels. It centered around a. Uh, Tech an illegal, addictive, mind-altering digital drug in the form of a microchip sim- that simulates reality. Uh, uh, comic book trading cards, blah, blah, Tech War, Tech Lab, uh, adaptation for the movie, blah, 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 the episodes. Doesn't, I can't see where it originally was on. I'm, I'm going to say Sci-Fi Network. I'm almost positive that's where it was. Huh. Yeah. No, I'll have to look at the trailer. Maybe it'll spark a memory, but I don't remember. Yeah, I I saw it and I was like, I remember Tech War. Remember like it was yesterday. I just remember thinking this is kind of cheesy, but God, if you thought I, it was cheesy then, imagine what it's like now. That's the point. That's part of <laughs> reason why. Part of reason why I want to. I kind of want to watch it again. You know, it, it, it said. Um, it said that maybe you can get on Prime Video or something like that, and I'm like, oh, okay, uh, sure. I'm sure I got. I'm sure it's one of those things that where you got to pay like three bucks for it or two bucks for it. You know, it's one of those obscure titles that I'm positive ain't free. No, yeah. especially if it's something that's long gone. Uh, it's kind of like uh, I was at Audra's house. It was like a year ago, but. Uh, we were, we got in a conversation about Thundar the Barbarian. Remember that oh, show? Oh, God, I remember that show, yeah. And she's like, I'm going to buy that. So she went on, uh, she went to, I wonder if we could still find it. So she went on Amazon and just bought the whole series for like 30 bucks yeah. on Amazon. And we watched like three of them like, man, you just wasted 30 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't very good. Wasn't very good. Thundar and Ukla and all that. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't very good. You, she had fond childhood memories, buddy, that are not worth re- re- looking back at again as you're as, when you're older. It's just now nah, should have let that stay to the memory banks. You had you had a fond memory of it. It's like trying to like I tried to watch the Thundercats again. Eh, not not so much. Mm. Eh, not so much. It really kind of kind of hurt. I'm like this used to be cool. Now, <laughs> it, it it absolutely sucked. So if you go to YouTube, you can catch uh, episode one. On YouTube, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know about the rest of it. Yeah, you can catch episode one on YouTube called "Sellout." I'm gonna watch that when I today. I think I think I'm gonna watch that. All right. Well, I'm gonna edit this real quick and send it out so I can actually go to bed. All right. All right, man. I will talk to you later. All right. Peace. See ya.